Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and uh, next Saturday is like Christmas Day. Yay, the Bush League equivalent, equivalent of Christmas Day. And I am the Champ, and in the nod to the Oscars, I'm planning the uh, fantasy baseball equivalent of everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Okay. Well, help me help me understand what you're talking about. Okay. So, so you know, that movie won the Best Picture Award, right, for the uh, Academy Awards. Of course, I tried to start watching the movie. It got weird pretty quickly. Okay. But, um, every, so the, the fantasy equivalent of that, everything, means winning the league everywhere um, across all three leagues that I'm going to be playing in again this year. Okay. And, uh, all at once means everything this year. And if I could pull off that trifecta, I, I think I would quit playing <laughs> fantasy sports forever. Well, okay. So uh, what, do you, what league do you think is the most difficult to win? Oof. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the... NFBC that I play in because it's okay. the yeah. league that I selected was um, the 50s, um, which means you draft 50 players at the beginning of the year, no fab for the rest of the year. You just make roster moves um, twice a week. Okay. And uh, the, the Freeze Boys are going to be in it, and we draft tonight. So oh, there's okay. uh, a 33% chance that one of us gets into the top three. Oh, is that how it works? Like you want to be a guaranteed to be in the top three? Actually, you know what? It's only top two that gets in some money. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, you know what? I in in years past, if I can just elaborate here, in years past, I don't think I ever saw any of the Academy Award nominated pictures, and this year, I actually ended up seeing three prior to the awards being announced. So you know. Kind of, I guess that just shows you how, how much time I have on my hands. Yeah, um, I don't. I, I, yeah, this was a down year this year for for Christy and I in movies. Normally, we are movie people. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, we used to like. Yeah, I get that. I get yeah. that tracks. And then, um, you know, after the COVID thing, I, it's not that we were afraid to go to the movies. It's like all I I felt like there was a shift where movie stars, so to speak, were becoming streaming stars they were making movies for the streaming outlets yeah you know well th that's where i see them all i don't I, I i can't remember the last time i went i went to the movies it was definitely pre-covid yeah and i we went to the movies recently and i can't remember what we saw <laughs> like nice. it was pretty recent yeah yeah and i very good I, well I that's, that's that's a problem with aging isn't it well or that it was a bad movie Oh, you know, we went to see, they, they were replaying the Titanic, um, the 25th anniversary. Christy wanted to see it, so it was her birthday. It's hard to believe it's we been went, that long, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, And it still sank, and Jack died. So. <laughs> and, and, you know, in the nod to the Bush League, um, usually by the end of August, um, one of the phrases I use um, with my Bush League team and Fab in late August, it's like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Because that's all I'm doing at that point. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> hey, so let's talk about Christmas Day coming up. Yeah, so we got the draft on the 25th. Um, you know, being in Jersey, it's the second time, I think. 25th of March, right? 25th of March. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Sorry about yeah. Um, this is our second time in Jersey, I believe. At least for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, always get excited about it. Um, I I'm not sure. Do you, do you find you get more excited or more nervous? Because I I think for me it's equal parts. No, I get excited. I like it. It's okay. like it's like game day. I like I like it. It's like opening. Day. I love game day. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see everyone. You know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, I, 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 I enjoy it. So, do we have any details on that, or are we still kind of uh, waiting the, to finalize it? No, I, I think he's going to send out the address, and I'll text him this week because he's on the road this week. Actually, send us the address. Uh, he already sent hotel information for anyone who wants to stay. Um, it starts at eleven o'clock, and I think. A couple guys are golfing before then, I but I'm not I'm not certain. Um, okay. And you have to wear some sort of clothes to be in the club. Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about coming in a suit, but I, I, that you know, for, for a quick sight gag, it's probably not worth the eight hours of the draft to be in a suit. It's not. No, it would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so um, eleven o'clock—that's when we'll kick it off. And I—I I think all the technology's there. He did say, you know, Wi-Fi could—it should be ready to go. And uh, but you know, well, all didn't he say that it was, it was a bit spotty? <laughs> it was, yeah. Okay. So maybe right. maybe print so we'll, some we'll stuff out. We'll see how out. we can deal with that, mm-hmm. right? We'll see people coming with some magazines. <laughs> That—that's your. Uh... How are you going to resolve that, huh? Come with magazines? Yeah. They don't even make magazines anymore. I don't think they do. No, you'd have, yeah. they, they send it to you in a PDF and you have to print it out. <laughs> that's, there you go. That's how it is. Uh, but it, maybe I'll get my uh, my wish of, of, you know, this is the 40th year. Uh, not necessarily our 40th year, you know, as an active league. I think we missed a year and a half or whatever. But anyway, um, so I thought maybe just go back old school, no, no uh, technology and have a board with stickies and people put names up there. And, but maybe I'll the, get my wish. The cynical, the cynical owners would say you might have conspired to have a, a, a outage of, of Wi-Fi maybe. to get your way. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I have the skill set to be able to do that. Uh, Rick might, but I definitely do not have that skill set. Actually, okay. I know we're getting off tangent a little bit. we got some time, but I put in a uh, keypad deadbolt. In the front door, you know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I must have, I must have plugged it in backwards because <laughs> to lock the door, I have to hit the unlock button. <laughs> well, that that throws off criminals. That's it all. does. It's an added security measure. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well done by you. Yeah. So, but it worked, and it and it locks. So it's uh, and I never have to carry a key again. Which there is nice. you go. All right, um, so let's let let's let's delve in. That's a good word, right? Let's delve into yes. some bush league news, and we'll start off. There was a trade uh, this week, yeah, right between myself and um, the Basur Bulls. And that's an arduous task sometimes, uh, trading with some of these folks. Uh, but I thought it went pretty smooth. It took about an hour, 15 minutes or so. You know, not consecutive not talking, but, you know, texting 
at the end of the, my mm -hmm. work day. Um, I was not working for that hour and 15 minutes. I can tell you that. I was texting with Bob. Well, that Bob is Priest. work. Doing a trade is work. It is. That should qualify. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so uh, uh, he got three guys. I got two. Well, I guess because of the three-fifths rule, I had to take Luke Voigt. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was it, it was fairly smooth, fairly smooth trade. Talk, talk about the trade, the players involved. Well, yeah, I mean, you and I talked about Will Smith earlier in the in the offseason. Um, I mean, we, I don't know if we were close, but we were certainly we, – we, we solidified some names as a framework in the trade, and, and we just couldn't, couldn't work through it. Um, and, yeah, that was on me. Well, no, I, no, I, I admit it, it that happens. was on me. You know what I mean? It, and I, I don't – I mean, I was just as up in the air too. But um, anyway, um, I, I, I wanted a pitcher, um, and I, I was scanning people's, um, you know, rosters where I could get a pitcher and I thought would go with Max Freed. And, and Darvish kept popping up when I was looking, and I thought, at eh, $2, I think Darvish is – He's a good pitcher. He's probably getting to the end, but I think I can get another year out of him. The Padres are going to be good. Um, and I just floated it out there with Will Smith, uh, shopping him. And um, at first he said no. And then I, you know, I threw in a, another name like Bomb. And and we were going back and forth. Um, Darvish is the guy I wanted. And then the, the only guy I was, I was a little concerned about giving up, but I, I pulled the trigger on is, is Nico Horner. And you and I had talked about him. Yeah. What, what do you, I mean, I, I think Nico Horner is a really good baseball player. Uh, how quick do you think he's going to hit his, his stride, his top side? Like, do you think it's this year where he breaks out with 2020? Uh, I, I, I do. Um, first of all, he's probably a better real-life player than a fantasy player. But I, mm. I think the fact that the Cubs now have um, Dansby Swanson as their full-time shortstop corner can concentrate at playing second base. And assuming um, David Ross doesn't do anything crazy, um, he should see, you know, 550 yeah. Yeah. plate appearances. And, yeah. and I think if he does that, and if he can get the double-digit home runs, I think he's going to be a, a, a nice play for the Bulls, uh, particularly at the 50 cents. I mean, I would have kept him yeah. at that price. Yeah, and um, and that, that was the trade-off. And I, I felt like getting Darvish, because I'm, I'm worried about these pitchers going for high, crazy amounts. And I thought Darvish. Uh, you, your, your concerns are well-founded, and we'll see that on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I, I – and, and – I, th I think it's – I think he's a better I, – I, I think he's a good value at 250 if I could get – you know, some, you know he strikes out a lot of guys. I think he's going to get wins because the Padres are going to win. The Dodgers stink. Who knows about the Giants? Colorado is still bad, and so is Arizona. So I, f I feel like they're going to get some wins. So, um, But Horner was, a, was a, almost a – I almost stopped it because of him. Yeah, but um, I, you know, I I told him to throw in Hassan Kim just because I, I like Hassan Kim. He's another guy that's going to play, and you know, he like Horner. Now he can play second base and not have to worry about playing shortstop at third base. And um, so, so wait, wait, wait. Let's let's just jump back for a second here. Um, so who is going to play shortstop for 
San Diego. Well, Bogarts will. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I missed that. Because I was thinking Tatis is going to be moved to the outfield. Yeah, yeah you're Bogarts right. will play short. and Just like corner now, yeah. Kim can play, just play second base. And yeah, and you can see, com- coming over, um, was it in 21, was kind of rough. He kind of hit his stride last year, and yeah. I can see him taking off this year. Yeah, and he has a little higher OPS than um, – than Horner does, but I mean, I think you're right. I think Horner's a really good player, and, and I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't hit 2020. Or I think he's probably still in that 12 to 15 range, um, but who knows, right? He, he's a, yeah. like you said, uh, he doesn't have the stress of playing shortstop in the big leagues, which is a difficult position. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll just start with the Bulls' retention. Uh, keeps Will Smith for a dollar. We talked about Horner for 50. I also threw in Bomb because he wanted him for 50. Uh, Merle Kelly for 50 cents. And Sir Anthony Dominguez for a quarter. And Francisco Alvarez as an oyster. Um, any thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, Merrill Kelly stands out to me. I had him the year he came back from overseas. And he wasn't all that great. Um, and this is the guy that's going to pitch what, in tomorrow's World Baseball Classic yeah. final? Yep. Yeah. Um, had a really good year in in, in Arizona. And, and, you know, that's a team. And maybe next week we should talk about, or the week after, you know, we should have our major league um, picks in terms of teams that we think are going to do, you know, yeah. fairly well. Because I think the Diamondbacks are going to be a 500 team this year. Uh, it, yeah, a lot of it probably has to do with their starting pitching, if Kelly can – Continue to improve, and Zach Gallon continues to improve. Yeah, 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 they they probably could, yeah. Um, but overall, uh, you know, um, he went to the um, thrifty route, but yeah. I, you know, I, I give his retention class a B. Okay, all right. Uh, and then we go to uh, the Bearcats. Bryce Stott for a quarter, Cassianos for a dollar, Riley for a dollar, uh, Daniel Bard for fifty cents. Uh, who, who's oh Hunter Green for a quarter, and then he yeah. kept Brett Beatty and Toglia. Toglia, yeah. Toglia. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Stott should benefit from playing what he's going to play full time shortstop. Uh, that was a question. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt if he'll play shortstop. He'll play second base. You know, I am so far behind. Who's who's going to be there? Uh... The guy named Trey Turner. Oh, you're right. You're right. Trey Turner. Yeah. Oh, I guess we're going to talk about him soon, aren't we? Yeah, we will. Yeah. So, so Scott, yeah, Scott will. Uh, he's... He'll get a bunch of at bats. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Castiano should be better than last year. Yeah. Can't be, yeah. You know, um, offensively, uh, Austin Riley. Um, I can't wait till he's off the Bearcats team because. I didn't really think much of him when the Bearcats retained him, what, two years ago, three years ago, and the, the guy's done nothing but mash. So, um, well, it's Daniel fun. Bard, um, yeah, go ahead. It's funny. I think Austin Riley's one bad year is the year they probably won the World Series. I don't think he played – well, he, they didn't win the series in, in 20. Um, I think he had a – I don't think he had a good year in 20, but that was kind of – that was our pause on retention. And then mm. he, he came back and had, a, you know, it's two good years now. And then Bard? Uh, yeah, anybody that likes Jose Altuve will probably hate Daniel Bard, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, hitting right. Altuve in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, I'm, I'm just not sure. I, I can never trust the Rockies to do whatever they're going to do. So remember last year, I, we, we picked on the Bearcats for um, their um, their relievers, and it turned out right. So yeah. you know, he has probably has some magic there. And then Hunter Green. And Hunter Green will probably get 200 strikeouts in the you know five ERA. <laughs> Yeah, but he could he could bring it though, can he? I like yeah. watching him. He would benefit from not pitching in that park like anybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you guess right on him, yeah, you're gonna hit it into the river. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then Brett Beatty's probably gonna get some at bats here this year. Yeah, um, if your boy uh, um, Eduardo uh, Escobar doesn't play right, he's 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 next up at third base. Yeah, I think they're gonna put a short leash on him. I think the last two years. Yeah, I mean, you can see that he's slowly, you know, he's just getting older. Yeah, his bat's slowing down. And and talk about yeah. Toglia. Toglia. Uh, right now, again, we're, we're talking about the Rockies, so who knows yeah. what the heck they're going to do. Um, his, his path right now would appear to be as, as, as a DH um, because it's blocked at first base. Yeah. By C.J. Crone, but you know if if Crone gets injured, I I would think that it's time for the Rockies to bring up people like Tog. I mean, what are they playing for at this point? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're if if they get seventy five wins, I would think that's a good season for them. So why not give people like uh, uh, Toglia uh, a, a chance? And that shortstop. Oh yeah, Tobar. Yeah. Um, Tobar, yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, Castellanos and Raleigh are, are really good for a dollar. They're, they're great picks. Great retentions. Yeah, so, another another solid day. All right. And we'll drop to me. Uh, so I, we, we talked about Hassan Kim at 50 cents, Darvish at two, Freed at a dollar, Edwin Cabrera at a quarter, and O'Neill Cruz at a quarter. Yeah, that's a nice retention class. Nice pitching. Uh, you're absolutely right with the – Inflation price of pitching. Um, so you know you got two solid arms and a, a a a flyer on Edward Cabrera. Should he start the season as you know um, in the rotation? Do, do you know do you know what's going on there in Miami? Well, he's pitching well. Um, I mean, they they have six pitchers for five spots, but I mean, Cueto's one of them. And I think Cabrera is probably one of the better pitchers they have. He's just a little young. Um, he doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but his ERA and WHIP are pretty solid. So he, you know, he's throwing strikes and and he's getting guys out. So, um, I, I think he's probably their best pitcher, other than Alcantara. Um, and I I think them trading Pablo Lopez, I thought maybe is like a little vote of confidence for him. Yeah, that that's possible. If, if I'm the Marlins, um. First of all, I probably wouldn't have gone and signed Johnny Cueto. My my guess is that they keep him around because he can throw some innings. Yeah, yeah. And should Cabrera or Braxton Garrett falter, um, or Rogers, um, you know, obviously yeah. Cueto is there. But yeah. I I would think if Cabrera and Braxton Garrett hit their stride, that Cueto would be gone by the middle of the season. You know, the Marlins are probably hoping that he does pretty well and then get rid of him at at the All Star break. Yeah, and they need Trevor Rogers to pitch well too. They they really yeah. There's a name we haven't well. talked about. Yeah. And, you know, it's not even on uh, the yeah. radar right now. And he was on last year's. So you retained him last year, and I I think um, 
Yeah, he 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 should be better than he than he pitched. I mean, sometimes it takes you know a, a couple of years with these young guys. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. The problem for the Marlins isn't pitching; it's, it's that no. hideous offense they yeah. have. Yeah, they they need to have a sell Garcia to play a little better. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. gosh! Yeah, they need him to play a little better. But uh, and their infield's just kind of, you know, whatever. I, I they just, I mean, they they're gonna stick Chisholm in center field now. I I I guess they'll play Aaron's at second base. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. They they really don't have a shortstop. I, I, nope. Yeah, and I don't know who he plays third base for. Um, Segura, Gene Segura. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I like Gene Segura, but I don't know if he's the third baseman you add to make a push, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, then we'll go to Lakers. Uh, so the Lakers started this high, high dollar value retention last year, and I think it's getting legs. So he keeps Lindor for three bucks. Uh, Lazardo, uh, another Marlin pitcher for a quarter. Goldschmidt for three, the reigning MVP. Uh, Dustin May for a quarter, coming back off that injury. And Jordan Montgomery, who he picked up in the fab at the trade deadline for a quarter. Yeah, you know, I was I was kind of surprised when he had Montgomery. I'm like, wait a second, is can he retain him? And he absolutely can. And uh, yeah, I, I, there's what three more pitchers, starting pitchers, um, that have been retained. Um, yeah, a nice nice job by by, by the Lakers. They, they kind of like sitting out and let everybody else bid up players in the early uh, in the early rounds. Yeah, so um, you know, it's funny. And, and him and I talked about Lindor last month when I saw him, and he's like, "It's funny is that when he's with the Indians, paying three dollars for Lindor's, you wouldn't bat an eye at." And he said, "Now all of a sudden he gets to the Mets, and he's like, I don't know if he's a three dollar player, but he's certainly capable." Of being a three dollar, you know what I mean, and it's funny how yeah. it's just a change of scenery. It's just he, he's a different player now. Um, but you know, this be his third year in New York. Maybe he's get a little more comfortable and you know pick it up a little bit. And then Goldschmidt, um, I I just think he really likes him. I do too. I'm sure you do. He's just fun to watch. He's a really good hitter. He's just a really good hitter. He's a good hitter. He's just a very smart player in terms of base running, fielding. He's just an all-around kind of quiet. He's kind of like a throwback player, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. He can do. He he's much more athletic than what he appears to be. Yeah. I'll tell you what. At first base, watching him play first base defensively versus Jose Martinez is night and day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a low bar with Jose Martinez, but yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so how would you grade out the Lakers? Um, I give him, um, like an A minus on this one. Yeah. And he's Maya Montgomery from being an A plus. If, if Maya Montgomery can have really good, you know, decent years, double digit wins. Cause I think yeah. May's a really good pitcher. Uh, he's just, you know, he's just coming back from injury and I think it's worth taking the 25 cents on him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then we'll go to the Sewer Hawks. So we got Corbin Carroll for a quarter. Uh, I think that's Gabe. Is that Gabe Montero for a quarter? The Arizona catcher? Uh, say, say again? Montero. Is that uh, the catcher for Arizona? Uh, no, I believe it's Alouris Montero for the uh, third baseman for the Rockies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we need to question that. Uh, Lodolo for a quarter. I didn't know he 
he he drafted him last year. Is that a question, or are you, uh, well, you asking of, me or telling me? That's a that's a statement. I didn't realize he drafted him last year. Did you realize Oh, it? okay. Uh, no, I didn't. In, in fact, now you have me taking a look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then he's got Tatis for a dollar. I think he's suspended for a month or so. Yeah. And then Woodruff for a dollar fifty, which that's that seems like a, a, a that's always a um, a dollar figure that raises my eyebrows. Like, is is he retainable? <laughs> right? Is he retainable? Because that's usually how it goes. You, you know, goes a quarter, fifty cents, a dollar, a dollar fifty, and that that puts him out of the retention. But um, I trust Bob Freeze and and Tom Freeze to well. It's it's Tom that really goes backwards to check historically, right? Okay. Um, Bob just assigns oh, the dollar value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From 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 that year, so we need somebody to go back and 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 check that. Although I'm I'm sure Bob Kirk has it. Has, yeah, has yeah, it yeah, correct, yeah. But yeah, it just seems. You know hard, what? Right? But I'm, that, I'm still going to make a note. What, what's yeah. what's the uh, Ronald Reagan saying? Trust but verify. Trust but And then uh, he he kept Vargas third baseman for the Dodgers for, as an oyster. Yeah, I, I think well, is, Vargas might be playing second base. Yeah, this year. is that right? I don't know what the hell they're doing because um, they still got Muncy there. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea, but I'm sure they're going to get his bat in the lineup. Like uh, they're going to try. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole I mean, point. It shouldn't be as hard as it was in previous years. No, it should not be, since they have no one. And that when they lost Lux, that had to, that had to open a door for him to get into the batter's box. Uh, yeah, you're really down. Number one, you're really down on the Dodgers, aren't you? And um, you know, one of my 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 cold opens is going to be on the injury front. One could say the Dodgers are out of Lux. Out of <laughs> That's good. You're good with those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I got nothing else to do. You got to so. have skills. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess they're going to go with Miguel Rojas. That's shortstop. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. It's it's not a bad backup, right? A, a nice defensive player, um, really good in the clubhouse. Um, yeah, he fits in all the needs of a, num- a number nine hitter. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not debating that. It's just that, you know, you, you went from Turner to Lux to Miguel Rojas. Uh, that's a really good, yeah. Hmm. Good point. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, how do you grade out the Sewer Hawks? Oh, yeah. I mean, because of the fact that he, he has Tatis and Corbin Carroll, who could be the rookie of the year this year, um, once again, an A minus. Okay. Are you, are, do you have any concern with Tatis at all? Yeah, I have lots of concerns. Um, number one, staying on the field. Number two, coming back after what, a full year and a half? Yeah. Not playing baseball? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. He signed that. I mean, huge, I have concerns. Yeah. I don't have, I mean, as a dollar, oh, yeah. I don't have concerns. Yeah. In, in drafts that I have coming up, I don't know where to draft him. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a he's an enigma, this guy. Ooh, there's a nice word. And, I, you know, hopefully he can not do anything stupid like you said to stay on the field it's you know yeah they'll, they'll eat his errors out in the outfield as long as he's hitting but yeah 
and he will so be. So, what are the chances that the Seahawks have this year's Rookie of the Year, either uh, Corbin Carroll or Miguel yeah. Vargas? Yeah, it's 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 probably pretty strong, unless your guy Walker comes up. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second here. All right, so we'll drop to uh, you. I'll, I'll start. I'll start with uh, giving my um, retention class uh, a D minus, just because I don't want an F. Okay. Okay. So you passed the class. Technically. Yeah. We don't. There's not much to talk about here. It's pathetic. Well, all right. So let me ask you about this, Telez. You traded for him last year. I, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming because you thought I'm gonna, I'm going to keep this guy. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, we, I like Rowdy Telez. Yeah. All right. I, I and I get why. Yeah. Um, and, and both him and Jock Peterson are going to benefit from the no no shift, shift. rule. Yeah. Although I I watched a, a game last week. And I, I can't even remember who it was. I think it was boring. I think it might have been the Nationals game. So they had the infield set legally, but they brought the left fielder over to play short right. So that's, you know, that's the other thing. People are going to start gaming the rules, right? Yeah. You'll see that more and more. So, wait, you said you were watching the game. What were you watching on? Do you have your MLB TV subscription? No, I, I, have, I have that Comcast from Washington, from oh right, you did yeah. talk about that. You were you're in the uh, the Holy Trinity, and <laughs> yeah. we can get to see like three different teams. Yeah, the Holy Trinity of yeah the Nationals, the Orioles, and the yeah. Phillies. Yeah, we gotta have MLB investigate that. That shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, um, yeah. So they brought the left fielder and played short right. So I suspect nice. that's what they're gonna do with Schwarber. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's. It's, yeah, it's, that's that's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, the, Schwarber, if he now he can't drop the bunt because the third baseman's there, and then he never hit. I I don't think I've ever seen him hit a ball to left field in the air. Hey, can can we digress just for a second before coming back yeah. to uh, retention? Here is in in, in in the pre-show you had talked about baseball becoming like a carnival show. <laughs> yeah, right. And, 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 I, and I think this kind of fits under that description, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it not how you were. That's not what you were talking about, but yeah. elaborate on that. Yeah, so, okay, the, the, you, the rule is to eliminate the shift, so they make a rule to say, hey, the infield's got to play their position, but they don't address the outfield, so now the left fielder comes over to play short right. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing as the shift. It's just a different person. And then with this pitch clock, have you seen Scherzer pitch yet? No. So he quick pitches people, but it's not quick pitching anymore. Like he'll drag his feet and not pitch a ball in time and take the ball, and he stays in his stretch. As soon as that batter steps in, he he rockets the fastball right by. (laughs) So if it's 1-2, if it's 1-2, he'll take the ball and then – as soon as that guy steps in, he's 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 coming at the plate. <laughs> so, yeah, and then the eight second, you have to be. Uh, this is so subjective. You have to be engaged. If the pitcher's engaged, you have to be engaged within the, you know by the eight second mark. And I've seen guys in the box, their heads down, but they got both feet in the box, and the umpire calls it a strike because it went below the eight second. I I just think it's so crazy, you know. Like, I, I, hopefully it'll work itself out. 
So, and then I saw um, Joey Votto that doesn't get out of the box. He just stays in there. <laughs> now, there you go, Joey Votto. Number one, good for Mad, good for Mad Max for for just saying, okay, baseball, you have these rules. I'm gonna I'm gonna game these rules now. Uh, I'm gonna take advantage of that. That's good good for him for doing that. Um, number two, I I, I think um, the time of spring training games, which are by nature interminable, have yeah. dropped by what twenty to twenty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it does keep it moving. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so think about this. Think about this. That if you watch every Phillies game, all 162, and you save 20 minutes, you can get like two full days of your life back by these uh, by this pitch clock. Two full days, huh? Yeah. That's well, a... well, right. Uh, 20 minutes would be 54 hours, so it'd be over two days. Yeah. All right. Over two days. And what would you do with those yeah. two days? Uh, nothing. Start <laughs> around. Drink. I don't know. Okay. But it's yours to do with, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do boy. it on my terms, damn it. Yeah, I'll waste my own time on my terms. All right, uh, yeah. let's get back on track here. You kept Zach Gallon for fifty. It's a good retention there. Ronzi Contreras. Oh, we're like, still talking about me? Yeah, because oh. I wanted to talk okay. about Ronzi Contreras. Uh, I guess that was a tough. That was a flip of the coin. It it was. Yeah. I didn't know if I should keep him or um, Tyler O'Neill. And you know, fortune favors the brave, and I was not brave at all. Um, Tyler O'Neill is. It, it, it's really hit or miss, literally, with with him. He could easily be worth three dollars this year, yeah. or, or or he could be sitting out most of the year, and. I, I, I've only seen that one good year, 2021, out of him, and I, I got nervous. Okay. And at the last minute, yeah, I decided not to. Oh, you know, all, all the fears, all the rumination is already back um, with the Bush League for me. And then, uh, obviously, Carlson, and then you got Jordan Walker as an oyster. Yeah, I, I think Jordan Walker's going to be the real deal. And, and, you know, I even had some doubts on – Keeping Carlson and, and thought yeah. about keeping C.J. Abrams, so I didn't I didn't know what to do. So okay, so but, I was thinking when I saw your your retention and we you and I had talked about O'Neill with Will Smith and we just couldn't we couldn't work it out. Um, I feel like the Cardinals are in a spot where they have some outfielders and they have some extra bats that they could deal for a pitcher. Yeah, they're they're in a really good place, so they they, they have to try and and you know and play these guys and increase some of their, their value. But, let, let, you know, with, with Dylan Carlson, if rumors are true, the Nationals um, wanted him as part of any kind of Juan Soto trade. And the Cardinals were like, no, we're not going to. Hmm. And the guy's only, what, 20, 23 years old? Yeah, no, he's so young. Yep. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's too early to give up on him. And, you know, he's, he's being stalked by Jordan Walker, who's, who's 20, and apparently this guy is – as I had said before, is, is the real deal. I mean, uh, hard hits, um, barrel rate, all, all the metrics are just continuing each level. I, I don't think he's played more than 10 or 15 games, 20 games at AAA. And then you have Newt Bar, who's, who's playing better. Newt Bar, and, and don't forget, they also have Juan Yepes and yep. Alec, Alec Burleson yep. um, also waiting in the wings there. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're, there's, a, there's a lot of bats that you could you could entice someone to trade pitching. Trading for pitching is difficult, though. 
It is. It is. And, and you know, they'll, they'll came to last for a king's ransom. Yeah, and he got it. I mean, if you know, if Walker's as good as they say he is, then what's the problem giving up Carlson? Well, I, I think uh, they might be gun-shy. You know, you look at other outfielders that they have given up on that have gone on to uh, Rosalina, um, the guy down in uh, in Texas. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but they've had some issues giving up on some, some outfielders and pitching, quite honestly, with Gallon and Alcantara. Yeah, Alcantara. Yeah. All right. Um, and then we'll go to the stat man. He keeps Jazz Chisholm uh, for a dollar. Uh Tony Gonsolin, he keeps for a dollar. That was interesting. I, I think he's going to start the year on the DL, but I'm not sure. But he's, uh, he's yeah, a really he, he good will pick. be on the IL. But okay. if you look at it, you know, yeah, I'm sure, sure Bill mm-hmm. has priced it accordingly. Yeah. And if he can come back by by May first, yeah. you know, it, it's definitely worth a dollar. Absolutely. If it, if it lingers into All Star break, then you know it looks a little bit uh, tenuous. But yeah, for a dollar. Right, right now, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, Tuan Walker for 50 cents, pitching with the Phils. He might give up some homers, but he's he probably going to get some wins. <clears throat> and then uh, Urias, his last year with Urias, it, that's an easy that's an easy pick. Yeah. And then Peterson for the Mets. Uh, there you go. Four, four pitchers, again. <clears throat> yeah, right. There's another four pitchers sucked up. So we'll another B plus to A minus type of retention. Okay. Uh, then we'll drop to the dudes. Uh, Trey Turner for four dollars and fifty cents. Ian Hat for a dollar fifty. Kybert Ruiz for a dollar fifty, and Logan Webb for two fifty. And if I'm doing my math right, that's ten bucks. You know, um, the the dudes keep pushing the envelope, don't they? Um, they they are such an outlier from normal Bush League norms, if you will, that, you know, whether it be trades early, whether it be um, retaining players at, at prices that you wouldn't imagine, um, it seems to fit his style and works out for him. Yeah, all right. Um, Ten bucks. So he will be he'll be sitting on the sidelines for a little bit initially. You never know with him. He could go you're all right. in early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're right about that. Yeah. Um, so I like the retention that the, the numbers kind of scare me a little bit, but, uh, I think Ian Happ's a good buy at dollar fifty. If, and, then uh, I'm not sure about Kybert Ruiz. I don't know a lot about him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I get, I always get nervous with the catchers, right? Because yeah. they can just get hurt so, so easily. But, um, in terms of Trey Turner, what do, what do you think about the record setting, uh, 450? Yeah, so <clears throat> I guess if you think he's worth four forty-five, you definitely think he's worth four fifty. It's just the question. Yeah, do you is, want to talk? Do you want to talk about that? Like, like what was the previous record by and by whom? Oof, I, I don't know. I I think the previous. I I have no idea. I I do not know. Okay, the answer to that, uh, the player was Trey Turner. Wow. At four dollars and forty-five cents, and that was you. Well, oh, I thought you meant as retention. I know I paid four forty-five. Oh, okay, for yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and I guess that's the question. You have to determine whether he's worth four forty-five, right? Because if you think he's worth yeah. four forty-five, then he's definitely worth four fifty. I I feel yeah. like you yeah. would get him for less than four forty-five, but I don't I don't know that for a fact. 
I think you would get him less. But I don't I don't know that, right? And I guess when you retain him, it it takes the uh, guessing game out. You don't have to guess whether where he comes up and who who was bid before him and all that other stuff. And it takes yeah. the guessing game out. It it it's a gutsy move to to spend ten dollars on four players right off the bat. It is. It's gutsy, right? Yeah, it's gutsy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's gutsy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we'll go to the Rebel Alliance. He takes uh, Mikolos and Nick Martinez, both at a quarter apiece. Another two starting pitchers right there. Or I don't know if Nick yeah. Martinez is. Is it Martinez a starter? Or is he like both? Uh, he was a reliever last year. I was surprised to see him um, in the World Baseball Classic because, yeah. and, and I haven't seen that much of it, but I'm like, who's this Martinez guy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's at San Diego. They got a bunch of live arms. They don't know what to do with. Um, yeah. Anyway, and then uh, the Ducks pick uh, Alcantara or Alcantara. Yeah. For two fifty, I figure that's that's an easy, that's a slam dunk. Yep. Yeah. So there's another starting pitcher gone. So we have interesting. Uh, so, so just some things that I had noted here. You know, we, you have the dudes spending ten dollars. You have the rebels spending fifty cents on 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 players. Um, the Ducks basically they 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 put their picks in on Friday. Uh, Hawks were last in late Saturday night. Um, Ducks retained one player. Bearcats retained seven players. Um, there were five five oysters that were retained. Okay. Um, and and then as you talked about uh, Trey Turner with the record 450 retention. So I just did the a quick counting. I think there were 19 starting pitchers. So now Darvish looks Yikes. pretty good at two. <laughs> 19 starting pitchers, mm. man. Now, some of them were low-end flyers, right? Like May, Contreras, sure. Edwin Cabrera. But they're still they were guys that were going to get drafted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Before the reserve round. So, yeah, uh, you, you, as is the case and has always been the case, there's always inflation early on, right? Everybody's yeah. flush with, with, with cash. Um, and you know everybody's spending like a drunken sailor. <laughs> well, that that would be later in the draft, but yes, I get what you mean, like a drunken sailor. Um, all right, so uh, I, I don't know how many players were retained. I, I didn't add that up. But, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but almost twenty starting pitchers. That that's a lot. More than I would expect. I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I guess I don't know. There's ten. There's ten of us. So, you know, one to two pitchers of a, 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 a team. Yeah, yeah. that kind of makes sense. That, yeah. That, yeah. So I guess that's normal. All right. Um, Major league transactions. I, I I I think we need to. I, that's what I need to do this week to make sure I have people that are actually on teams and and uh, in the in the American or in the national league. I got to deal with that. All right. So, all right. I'm going to ask you a couple things. I'm, I'm going to put you, um, I'm put you, um, on record here. Who's the first owner that's going to nominate Ooh. a player that's been retained. First owner is a nominated player. That's going to be, that's retained. 
that's already been retained? Uh, I'm going to go with Sam. Sam, okay. And who's going to be the first owner that nominates a player that's not even in the National League anymore? <sighs> that there's a transaction. I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to stick with the Kirk family. I'd go with Bob. Okay. Because, <laughs> well, th and this See, is, I get so nervous. I get so nervous about that. Don't you get nervous? The ridicule, um, the scorn, the laughter. That's why you need someone nice sitting next to you. It's like, hey, is this guy still in the league? Right? You just quietly say that. Usually you get confirmation. Uh, I, hey, let me ask you something. Did you like sitting next to me last year? Because I, I, I thought I was in the sweet spot between you and Tom last year. I thought that was a good place to be. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't mind sitting next to anyone. Uh, it, you're, really? Your leg bouncing is a little distracting. See, I don't even know I do that. Yeah, that's 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 it's horrible. Well, that's the nerves, right? That's that's the anxiety. Yeah, take deep breaths. They're, they're doing right. wonders in therapy now. <laughs> I, I like have, I like having that edge. I don't want to get too laid back. See, as long as you don't take offense of me, like grabbing your leg and say, "Please stop that for a minute." Just no. What I didn't like is every time you wanted to talk to me, you kind of hit my arm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that rude? Is that against draft etiquette? Of course it is. All right. It's against human nature etiquette. To hit? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I, I, I think the word is tap. Tap your arm. I didn't hit your arm. I didn't punch you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But what is that? It's just a way to get your attention. I'm not a dog. I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't give you a treat. I'm just saying. Oh, you're you're right. <laughs> you would treat a dog better. You just right. said that, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I, I say Bob Kirk only because there's probably a lot of transactions going on this week, and he's on the road. So uh, I, 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 I tend to think that he's probably going to miss one or two if, if something crazy happens. Hey, can I do a PSA here to yeah. the league? Yeah. Um, hey, all of you over 50 guys, make sure you bring your glasses to the this year's draft because last year there was a lot of bitching about how small the 32-inch television was a 35 inch television so we're not sure it's going to be any bigger this year so make sure you you bring some sort of device that you can see whether it be a telescope or some damn thing <laughs> i don't know why we just don't go to google sheets oh we could but but then you, you would have to have that screen up uh as well and then whatever screen you're, you're using i thought about that it would be it would be great to bring a second monitor wouldn't it oh boy yeah i all right, let's go beyond. Just bring your glasses. There's yeah. the message. All right, uh, I sent you this Twitter thing a couple, I don't know, a week ago or so. I see these things, and I I send them to you. Um, so, I, I obviously, I hadn't verified it. It's from Codified Baseball on Twitter. And it, it lists major league teams that hit under 240 as a team, Right? by year and from 1998 to 2009 there wasn't one major league team that hit under 240 and 2019 there were four and 2020 there were 11 and 2021 there were 12 and 2022 there were 14 teams almost half the league hit under 240 as a team yeah, and, and see, this isn't this part of baseball's issue is trying to put the ball back into play, and it, 
I, I think I also saw something similar to this, that this is the lowest team batting average in aggregate since 1968, you know, the year that they lowered the mound. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not – I don't want to do the research on it, but I wonder if there's a correlation between teams hitting under 240 and length of the game. Because I can tell you there's probably a lot of strikeouts – a lot of guys that struggle to throw strikes. Like I watch these left-handed relievers. I'm like, my God, just throw the damn ball over the plate. You know what I mean? They throw, yeah. they throw pitch after. Alvarado must have. He's got to have over five pitches at a batter. Just because he, he can't find a plate sometimes. Um, so when did the evolution of the game change, and what do you think caused this? This, this change because you, you're a baseball aficionado. You, I mean, you, you're really good at the technical aspects of baseball. I don't, I, I don't know because I'm, 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 I'm looking in the mid-teens, and you know, 2015 there weren't any teams that hit under 240. 16, 17, 18, it's still under 10. 19, it's under five, and then it just explodes. I, you know, hitting is very um, theory-based. Like pitching is pitching. There's not if you if you scanned the internet of pitching techniques or it, it, it's pretty much going to be the same. It's it's all the same mechanics. Hitting people have different theories on it, and now this launch angle thing and 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 velocity of hitting a baseball is is what they look for, which causes a lot of strikeouts, a lot of swings and misses, a lot of fly balls. Um, I don't I don't know what the change was, but you know, back in the what, what was it in the eighties? Everything was the Charlie Lau hitting theory, which was yeah, hit down on the ball, and you know, you either want a line drive or a ground ball. You don't keep the ball out of the air, right? Don't yeah, don't, don't put the ball in the air because most kids can't hit home runs, but now. Now it's the exact opposite. They they want you to swing out of your shoes, at least twice. At at bat, <laughs> right? Um, I, I I don't know, but I I think it's bad for the game. I, and I I, I I I saw it when I coached little league a couple years ago, where the coach didn't teach bunting, didn't teach bunt defense, um, didn't teach hit and run. Um, and they were praised for hitting the ball far in the air more than they were hitting a hard ground ball. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you know, I'm going to fall uh, on the side with, with you in terms of particularly for developing baseball players. you, you got to have a well-rounded game. You can't start at the point of just hitting the ball far. Um, because like you said, Usually that doesn't develop until, until later in, in life, if, if at all. And uh, maybe it's our age. Maybe it's when we played baseball. But I, I absolutely agree with you. But you, you need to have fundamentals. Yeah. I, I remember th this coach I had when I was in junior college, and he would talk to me about your goal is just to redirect the baseball. It, you know, he said, as you get older, you're going to have guys to throw the ball harder, pitchers. And he said, all you have to do is redirect it. That's all I want you to do. So he was basically telling me, just put the ball in play. Let the speed of yeah. the pitch create that energy, and, and I, I'd be fine. He said, just think about yeah. it like that. Just redirect it. And, yeah, that's the way. Of course, 
I, I, fuck, I wouldn't make a team to, yeah. uh, with an approach like that now. I just wouldn't make a team. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just thought it was an interesting look about the baseball average. Let's talk about uh, some – you have a note here called projects, and this is a really interesting topic to me, and I'd like to get other people's thoughts. Uh, we'll start with Cody Bellinger. Switching teams to go to – he's with Chicago now, right? Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on Cody's uh, res possible resurgence? Um. So what's the thing? Once you own it, once you own a skill, or once you have a skill, it's it's yours for life. And I, I think Bellinger's pushing back against this because, as you had pointed out in previous podcasts, I, I guess I haven't seen an MVP candidate drop so far so fast. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if is Chicago a place to resurrect that? I, I don't know. You had him on your team last year. So when you have a player on your team, you tend to watch a yep. lot more. Yeah. What did you see? Uh, just complete in, uh, he's not confident at the plate. Um, like I've only seen one guy that would switch stances throughout his career, like Ripken and still have 3000 hits. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. One, one at bat to another. And th this spring training, he's got 34 plate appearances. He's got one homer. He's got six hits. Struck out five times, which that's down a little bit. But he's hitting 200, and his OPS is 694. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't think you want him to hit for a high average if it comes at the sacrifice, you know, if it's sacrificing OPS. Well, he's not even hitting for a high average. He's hitting 200. Yeah. Yeah. He's got three extra base hits out of six. I, I well, he, Chicago's the kind of team that can can afford to take the chance on him, right? Because they're yeah. not really going to compete, right? Um, yep. This year, yeah. They, I, my guess is they want him to get out the gate really well and then deal him, get the hell away from him as quick as possible. Mm, I, I, that's the that's the path I would take because if he shows any kind of resurgence, yeah, um, he could be making uh, a, a lot of bank someplace else. Well, that and it's a little enticing to have a, a left-handed hitter, you know, for a playoff stretch. Yeah, and, and he plays a, a premier um, defensive position. He, he so. is, and he can run the bases well. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he, 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 he plays center field for you. He can play first base for you. He can DH. He can run the bases. Yeah, he's – yeah, he can do that. And then the other guy you brought up is coincidentally went from Chicago to L.A. This is Jason Hayward. Um in spring, he's got 41 plate appearances, two homers. Um, he's hitting 200, and he's got a 700 OPS. <laughs> so I think they traded one bad left-handed hitter for another. Funny part is he may make um, that opening day roster. He might be a st starting center fielder for, for, the Dodgers? for the Dodgers. Yeah, I know. That's... I don't. I don't know that. That I don't, did you ever have him? On your Bush League team? I think I had him one year. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a really good player with Atlanta. He... It, it, it's like, you know, this guy, he's a big guy, right? 6'4", six, 6'5", six, six, and, yeah. and he's a single hitter. He, I mean, he, he really does nothing offensively. Uh, you know, a good defensive right fielder. Um, but you know what? 
when he and and I'm glad he left the Cardinals to go to free agency. He got his ring in Chicago. Um, what's funny, he said one of the reasons why he didn't stay in St. Louis was because of its uh, their their aging aging core, and he was DFA'd by the Cubs at the end of last season. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, his last decent year was probably 2019. He had 21 homers, 62 RBIs, 772 OPS, 78 runs scored. Um, yeah, that, I mean that's just the, I mean, those numbers are kind of pedestrian. For, oh yeah, yeah. For a person of his caliber, right? Well, I guess that I guess we over evaluated his caliber. Yeah, yeah. I uh, guess we all did. Yeah, 2012 was his best year. Um, 8.14 OPS. He hit 269, 27 dingers, 82 ribs, 93 runs scored, uh, 21 stolen bases. That was definitely his best year. I would be interested to see, and, and there's probably slates out there that say, um, you know, given his career arc, who is that similar to? Hmm. Who is that similar to? Yeah, and I bet you we'll, we'll be underwhelmed with the names that he was similar to. Okay, so I'm in the baseball reference, and they give the similarity scores. Let me throw some names Oh, please. Out. Yep. Okay. Jeff Francoeur. Okay. Uh, B.J. Upton. Von, okay. Von Hayes. Fine. All right. Uh, I, I like the Jeff Francoeur yeah. comp because obviously they both they both played in Atlanta. That 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 makes sense to me. And again, underwhelming, correct? Uh, not as good as advertised. And I yeah, think, that's uh, what I mean. Yeah, Von Hayes not as good as advertised. Well, when you advertise, he's the next Ted Williams. That's a problem. Uh, and, and and it's not the player's fault, right? No, let's, no, let's, no. Let's, I'm let's be honest with it. It's, yep. it's, we're talking evaluators. Yep. Uh, and it it really it is a lot like BJ Upton in the sense that he got out to a really good start. People figured him out, and they kind of slowed him down pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, BJ Upton fell off the cliff pretty quick. Yeah, he's another one. He was probably the start of the free swinging, get the ball in the air guy. Mm. Yeah. Um, nice, nice comparison. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, Baseball Reference. And then Frank Core, <laughs> a little more consistent early on, but um, this kind of tailed off pretty quickly. I forgot he played with the Phillies. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. Frenchy. Yeah, yikes. All right, um, and then we got the World Baseball Classic. Uh, U.S. found their way into the in the finals, which I think they had a pretty easy path, to be honest with you. Tougher than Mexico or or um, Japan, who played tonight. Um, how much of the uh, WBC have you watched? So it's funny is I watched when I had time, and I watched Japan a couple times. And that team's really good. You talk about not they don't strike out, man. They put the ball in play and they hit the ball hard. Um, I, I, other so than you, you like their style of play, I do. Yeah, I love the okay. Japanese. Style. I thought that. Yeah. Um, and then what's nice is they have Otani and this other guy that can put the ball out of the park. You know what I mean? So it's not like they, – they don't need two and a half hits to score a run, right? They can run the base as well, and, and they can hit doubles. Um, and, and how about Japan's leadoff hitter, Lars Nupar? Yeah, I know. That was nice. I, I didn't realize him and Edmund – Edmund because I watched Japan play Korea. They just mauled them. I didn't realize Edmund was playing for Korea. Yeah. Um. Um, I, I haven't see, I haven't seen as much, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, 
it's on at weird times, right? Yeah, the uh, the pool play rounds that the U.S. was on at ten o'clock at night or something like that. Right, and, and I couldn't. It's hard to that. find the games. Yeah, yeah, it was the type of thing where I had time and I would go right to the MLB channel and I, like I watched Italy and Israel play or two different games. Yeah. But, um, that was pretty. Yeah, I guess they were on the Fox stations. I guess yeah. what they should do is do like the NCAA and put it on True TV. Right. <laughs> yeah, where you're flipping. Like, I didn't even know I had this channel, but there's a basketball yeah, what, game what on. What the hell is True TV? Let's bookmark this until next year, next March. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll forget. Yeah, I'll be calling you. What the hell is the name of that channel again? Yeah. Um, hey, somebody text me if they know any show that's on True TV. Other than basketball. <laughs> Right. Other than basketball. Sorry, so, I digress. And I have seen Mexico play, and they're a really good team tonight. Tonight should be a good game. They're, they're going to – I think they're the two best teams in the in the Classic. Mexico and Japan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. would be the best team if they had some pitching. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you – I looked at the roster, and I, I, half of Mexico's teams were – they were born in the U.S. Mm, yeah, that's 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 probably true. Um, it, what was interesting is, I guess I saw up uh, bits and pieces of the U.S. and Venezuela. Um, oh, I saw okay. Venezuela go ahead when when uh, Bard hit um, El Tuve. I miss I missed the Grand Slam that Trey Turner hit. Yeah. And I just saw the text the next morning, but I was really interested in texting you and making fun and saying, Hey, Venezuela is an old team. They just beat the U S and that didn't, you know, the fates didn't allow me to do that. They are an old team though. Aren't they? Have you seen them? Yeah. 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 Other than now too. They're they're young at heart, aren't they? Out there cheering for everything. You like all the celebration? Boy, that, that is so different than, than our culture, isn't it? Like you watch Japan play over there and it's, it's just constant noise. Yeah. It's constant noise. Hey, um, people are enjoying themselves. That's what it should be about. Yeah, it? no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. And then I guess okay. the one sad note is this: Edwin Diaz. Yeah, you, you, you know, I, I know people are calling for, you know, well, this is what happens when yeah. you have, you know, these kind of games. Come on, yeah. you know what? This is such a rare instance. It could happen in in spring training, a freak accident. I mean. What Clint Barmus hurt himself tearing beer meat up the steps or yeah. something like that, Remember that? in spring training? <laughs> yeah. Ruined that guy's career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, I he's mean, in he can... Pittsburgh. <laughs> hey, can we just jump back for a second? Yeah. If, if we do play wiffle ball, if oh, we do play wiffle yeah. ball this July, we're going to celebrate like Team Venezuela. If you and I are on the same team, that's how we're going to act. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it might be more like Edwin Diaz. We could get hurt. Yeah, that's. I'm not jumping up and down. I can tell you that. Um, or diving on the ground. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's, it was sad. I, I guess or Arnado got pulled out of the game. Is he okay? I I, I didn't see it. I, I don't know what happened. I don't tell tell me about it. I I don't. I didn't see it either. It's just he he. I don't know if it's an oblique strain or something, but he got tweaked a little bit, and they. Mm. So I'm sure the Cardinals were right on the phone, like get the dude the out of the game. The scourge of baseball, oblique strains. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never even heard of the oblique strain until about ten years ago. Right, I, th- I don't even think I have an oblique anymore. <laughs> well, you don't do <laughs> enough to strain it. There's the problem. 
if you would do something, you might strain it. All right, uh, I do have a Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have. If you're having more than one, a Barbarian IPA. It's from Three Fluids Brewing Company. ABV what, what, of... Barbarian IPA? Yeah. It was, huh. it was a hazy. Uh, um, ABV is 6.5, ABU is 63. I thought it was it was awesome. It, it looked a little orange. Um, came in a tall, thin glass. Uh, I got I got it at uh, there were some high school guys that I that come up here every once in a while and they texted me and I went out for a beer with them. Um, Wait, you're not suggesting you're buying beer off high school guys, are you? No, there were some high school oh. guys I went to high school with. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. High school Clarify friends. that, please. Yeah, guys I went to high school with. Uh, sometimes they come up to Lancaster and they texted me and I joined them for a beer. Uh, we were at the Shot and Bottle. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. I I enjoyed the. Barbarian IPA. Um, you know a little bit fluids. about Three Fluids, right? Yeah, I mean they they have some good stuff. I mean they're they're located in I think it's in Indiana, some somewhere. But I mean their 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 flagship beer is is Zombie Dust, which I've had before and is is, is a really good is a, is a really good beer. They they've been around for a while. Uh, yeah, it's the first time I've, I've heard of them. Um, yeah, I, I I had I think I had two two there. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, so that's a spot I think Christy and I are gonna have to hit. We had not, I had not been in there because I, I think originally it was mostly just local distillery liquors, um, but they have wine and now they have these uh, beers and yeah, it looked nice in there. Um, I, I think another speaking of three Floyds, I think uh, if I can, another beer that is really good. I think they have a stout called Dark Lord. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Dark Lord. Okay. All right. Is a really good. Uh, is is a very good stout. Um, I'm sure Bill's had that before because he's you know he's the stout king. Um, but yeah, if if, if there's a chance to get three Floyd beer, I would suggest it. Okay. Yeah, I I, I would too. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it had a initially had a kind of a strong taste, uh, but after a couple sips, you get used to it, and it it was I liked it, man. It was it was good. I would definitely have it again. You know, that's kind of like the Bush League. You know, it has a strong taste, but after a couple of slips, you get used to these guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right, what are, you, what are you walking off with? <laughs> okay, a uh, couple things here. As usual, some PSAs here. Um, we are looking for anybody that wants to join us um, on podcast um, over the next four weeks from March 27th through April 24th. Uh, the first two to sign up, we're going to do Monday mornings at 9 a.m., so reach out to me and let me know if you want to sign up. Um, we're not going to go out and ask owners this year if you want to appear on the podcast, but certainly if you uh, come back to us, you are welcome on the podcast, really at any time, but I'd like to get owners on um, early in the season to discuss their, their, their teams and the draft and what they thought. Um, that's, that's, um, PSA number one. Number two is I've kind of fallen off updating the, the website. And I guess I'm asking all owners, how much do they use the, the website for like draft information? If I put rosters on there, if I put players that can be retained, not, not retained, I, I kind of want to match their level of, of effort. If people aren't going in, there's, there's no sense in retaining it. But 
if people use it, um, I, I would be happy. Well, I don't know if I can get enough uh, energy in the day to do it. I, I, I definitely will. Okay. All right. And and then item last, my my walk off is that I am putting CBS website on notice. All right. That if if, if they get out of the gate slow like they did in 2021, and 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 they're messing up. Um, if they don't have stats first thing in the morning when I look, and they're they're fussing around until mid afternoon with the daily stats, um, I'm suggesting that we move. And and I I would like to say that there's a site called Fantrax that we can kind of beta test by putting whatever our draft results are from CBS Sportsline this year. If somebody wants to go out there and and help me beta test um, that website. We can. Um, it's first of all, it's a free website, and if we want to do um, twice a week moves, three times a week, I think their expanded version is ninety-nine dollars. So it's you know fifty percent of CBS's price for probably more content, certainly more moves. So CBS, it's here's, here's your official notice that you've been served. Okay, uh, I'm on the site now, and I'd be interested in. Um helping you with that so we we basically okay. have to join the league we have to create a league uh that the and we would we would not pay right now right we would correct input our rosters no here's what i would suggest is let's wait till somebody inputs them into cbs sports line and then we can just um import it oh we can import it i think you can import yeah oh i like that okay so, because if there was work to do, I, I would definitely be out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Haven't we established that already? Yeah, I know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Um, hey, what are you going to walk well, All right. So, wait, before I ask you what you're walking off with. So, you, you're taking a look at it, and you'd be interested? It, it has, yeah. I, I'd like to see what's behind the wall, um, because we do have to set up a league, and this way we can test it, but... I don't know. Maybe Bob Kirk has put it into my mind with the whole CBS thing, but I, I, I just don't know what we get for the price. And, and the fact that I've actually reached out to them and have been stonewalled in terms of my request for twice a week moves, I, I, I just, yeah. Well, I, I, I have it saved on, on my browser now, and I'm going to play around with it later. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. We could be moving forward. Because now I'm. What are you walking off with, Chief? I. Uh, I I'm walking off with March as the best month of the year. It's the absolute Why's best that? month. Well, you got the tournament. You know, you had the uh, the conference tournaments, and now you have the uh, NCAA basketball tournament. So I enjoy watching that. You know. Hey, can we can we talk about this? That's we have time for thirty seconds to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I hey, I saw I I saw the last two minutes, three minutes of uh, FDU Fairleigh Dickinson and their win against. Uh, Purdue, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was awesome. Then they they lost yesterday, though. I think. I think. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. they okay. they lost to Florida Atlantic University. Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. Florida Atlantic. You know, one thing I noticed is that there's just far too many commercials. It's it's yeah, hard to sit through I know. all that. Yeah, TV timeouts and even the half times are extended. It's just it's long. Yeah, it is okay, painful. Yeah. Um, well, for, fortunately, NCA does so much that they're they're getting the revenue back that they deserve. Yeah. And uh, and one of my uh, final four teams got knocked out yesterday. 
Marquette. Who that? Marquette. Yeah. Hey, I just saw that um, Shaka Smart is the coach. I didn't realize it. I, I thought it was Al McGuire. <laughs> That's been a while since Al, mm. the Al McGuire coached the Marquette Warriors. Um, yeah. Folks are not called the Warriors anymore, but – uh, yeah, they, they they lost to Michigan State. That was the one school I worried about because it's a lot of times the NCAA tournament comes down to coaching, and I think Izzo's he's obviously a Hall of Famer. Right? I think he may be in the Hall of Fame already, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's why I think March is the best month. You got the Bush League draft coming up. I get to see all you guys, and um, the weather's starting to break a little bit and longer days, so. Yeah, it's yay, yay. Well, I am excited to see everybody on on Saturday in Morristown, New Jersey. Um, you know, a lot of it's, it's, I guess it's a chance for redemption for nine out of the ten of us, um, and you know, a little bit more pressure on on Josh. But I'm looking forward to, to having a great time, and I'm already anxious. And that my, my as we're sitting here talking about it, my legs already shaking. <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah, and I mean, the other thing I was going to bring up, there, there were some oysters. What did you say? There were five oysters picked, retained? Yeah. And Tom had two of them, right? Yeah. Okay, and you had one. I had one. Yeah. Bob had one, and uh, Bob. both Bobs had one. Both Bobs. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, that that's dying down a little bit. I feel like that's not as many as normal. Mm, no? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can go with it until proven otherwise. <laughs> right. All right. So that's fact until someone says no and shows yeah. you. Yeah. All right, buddy. Um, I will see you on Saturday morning-ish. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, I'm not sure what time I'm rolling up there, but uh, I guess we'll hear uh, later this week. Good luck to you. Everybody do your preparation. We'll yeah. see you on Saturday. And don't bid on players that aren't in the league. <laughs> right take care chief all right see you